What's up and welcome back to Unfiltered and Real, the number one podcast in my head. How are you doing today, Chris? I miss you. Oh, I, my name's Jalen Benjamin. Sorry about that. But guys, it's such a great day. It's Wednesday, April 14th. Let me tell you. Oh, I sound far away. Let me move my mic up. Let me tell you, I think I actually like a recording on Mondays, putting out on Tuesdays, recording on Wednesdays and putting out on Thursdays, even though it's only been one day so far, because everybody that's like was responding to me yesterday and saying things to me yesterday. And like, I can now talk about it today because, you know, it's fresh. Like everything's just now happening. We're recording and uploading in the same week, which is more work on me because Chris don't do any work, but literally I have to edit. I come here every day, don't I? I have to edit, listen to make sure everything's okay, and also upload that same day. Chris, would you like to tell the people why you didn't do promo yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) My life has gone human. So you just think you mama, huh? You got your little robe on. You're there sucking your teeth and... Let me tell y'all something. Now, I've always loved me a good role. Like, you you know, Chris, you got to get you a good one. You know, I'm still not at my um, Versace robe just yet, just yet. But one day, Chris, one day I'm going to be there. But let me tell you something about this robe. It's It's the white people robe, too. It's the good, expensive robe. But it's so comfortable. And what I did was I got in, like, it's huge on me, like huge, because I got in a really big size. And it's so comfortable. Let me tell you, I just walk around in this robe when I'm home. There ain't no clothes on, nothing. Walking around in this robe, free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty, I am free at last. Mm-hmm. It's been such, like, just enjoying, like, working. For, like, it's just so much I can do in this robe. Like, working, meetings, like, because nobody can see. Like, I always sit like this, so you can't really tell schoolwork and well i'm done with school basically but i just love my role i think everybody should get them a role that's my little spiel for the day chris how have you been we well in the day that i have we it's gonna be weird now because we have nothing to catch up on because we just seen each other and did the show so it's like i don't know what to (laughs) how are you doing today chris how are you so Today I'm good, you know. Sadly, I gotta go on to work. Why? Yeah, why are you going to work? It's a Wednesday, right? I thought, I thought I had a set schedule of that Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then they threw in Wednesday, and I'm just like, that just threw me off. Now you work from Wednesday to Monday. No, well, I'm working from from the schedule. I can see they got me from fucking Wednesday to Sunday. And Monday and Tuesday off. Well, and then I have Thursday off too. Yeah. And then I'm like, why did y'all add me on Wednesday? I thought we had something good going here. Next day, I kindly went to the little tablets, filled out my availability. Because, shit, I ain't trying to work that in that many days interview today guys so since the last time i talked to you guys some stuff long story short with i'm not gonna say too much but long story short i'm quitting my job actually um friday will be my last day some of them know it some of them don't know it yet that ain't my issue but um yeah friday is my last day and i'm 
being generous and staying until Friday. And the schedule came out for next week, so I don't know what they're going to do, but that ain't my issue. But I have an interview today. Hope everything goes well. Um, it's really a laid back job. Um, not too much like it's retail. Um, so I'm looking at that pace, y'all. But I have a lot of interviews lined up for over the next couple of days. And also, me and my mother, like, we've been heavy looking at cars. Like, I sent Chris some yesterday. He never responded back. Yes, I did. I so sent you back. sent me a screenshot of something and said you like how that looks. I like how the car looks. Oh, I thought you were talking about your um, what you sent me. No. I was like, um, that's why I was responding back to that. I wasn't responding back to no car. I'm like, you kept anyways. So I have a lot coming up. I'm getting really close to um buying my car. So that's going on. And um just wanted to talk to you guys because also you guys were responding to us yesterday. And I'm just so, you know, grateful that we're able to have this platform where you guys are able to, you know, listen to us. And a lot of you guys kept saying, and I know this has been something that people have told me since the beginning of this show, is that they feel like they're sitting down listening to, like, friends, like their friends having a conversation. And, you know, they listening and they laughing and they having fun. And I'm like, that's what this show is supposed to be, like, just an hour for you to escape, catch up on what's going on in the world, catch up on what's going because everybody likes to be nosy. So what's going on in our lives, like stuff like that. And we've been on here for three seasons. So at this point, you guys know us, you guys know what we do, what we like to do, what we're into. So it's nice to always get on here and give you guys a little catch up. And it's nice to hear you guys respond back. But you know, I had a couple, Chris, actually, people that, um, I'm not going to say their names because what they were saying was like confidential, like, well, not confidential, but like, I don't want to put their business out there. But it was a couple of people um, that actually came to me yesterday and when the show came out and they were, you know, texting me, DMing me, a lot of different people. And some people are like, you know, they're very grateful for the conversation that we had on Monday, you know, whether it was about like the investing, the moving out and all this, it's like, they were like, because not a lot of people talk about it. And which I said is very true because not a lot of people do talk about investing in yourself or talk about that next stage or when it's right to move out or when it's wrong to move whatever you know whatever it may be and you know so I'm just happy that we are able to you know have this platform and talk about these things and you guys feel like there is somebody that's going through some stuff like you guys or you know stuff like that Chris anything you want to say uh, to them um, well you know Unki Unky, uh, Jay and Chris always here for the folks, for the <laughs> for the people. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna I'm say the kids because I ain't trying to end up like Michael. What? Nothing. I didn't hear you because we were talking right. at the same time. But you know, yeah, we always here for the people. Y'all, you know, y'all. Hey, they don't hit me up though. They still don't hit because me you up. don't even post promo. That is not why. Why would they even hit you up? <laughs> That's not why, but like y'all, I just don't understand. Like he has one job, literally. One job. <laughs> I have multiple jobs. You have one job to do when it comes to this podcast, and that's literally post promo every Tuesday and Thursday. That's it. That's it. Anyways, guys, I want to um talk on a few things. Um, investing. You know, so we were talking about that the other day, last episode. And then some of you guys were DMing and you guys were like, you don't understand how to invest in yourself or like 
you always start saving or you start doing this and it just doesn't go right. And how do you go from there and all this stuff? So I just want to take some time today talking about some of the stuff and responding to some of you guys and stuff like that. And then we'll get into a little bit of hot topics later on in the episode. Um, so first things first, Chris, what do you say is the number one thing when you're starting to invest and you're starting to, you know, get ready to you have an accomplishment that you're saving up for? Like, how do you think, what's the first thing you do? Like when it starts, when it's time to invest in yourself? All right. When it's time to invest in myself, I say, get ready to make cuts, like get ready to make cuts of stuff you don't need in your life at that point. And then like, especially if you're saving, kind of get rid of the extra small things and only get the things you need. Like if you're making 300, put 200 in your savings, keep 100 for yourself to spend. So you're saving more than you're spending, you know? So try to always like save up the large amount and save the small amount for yourself to spend and keep moving like that till you reach your goal. And just honestly, like, just stay true to it. Like, don't go spending over more than what you need or go out to eat when you got food at the house, stuff like that. Like, the decisions you have to make, especially if you're saving up for something big. You know, um, for me, when it comes to saving, the first thing I do, well, y'all, if y'all know me, everybody should know me by now. I love to have a plan. I love to plan things out. I love to go about how am I going to get from point A to point B. And so right now, I have a couple of different things that, um, you know, I'm planning or working on or investing in. But um, I say first things first, you know, it's those cuts. It, it, it truly is those cuts. You have to look at what is a want, what's a need, what's going to serve purpose, what's not going to serve purpose. Every cause does have an effect. And so first you got to look at, okay, and this is where I always start at. And this is the most important thing to me is who is around me. And I think that's very important because I remember in high school, like probably freshman, sophomore year, when I was going through this, um, I was getting ready for something else. And it's like, you have to, you have to look at, and you have to be like, okay, is this person beneficial in my life? Is this person beneficial in my life? And this is something that I'm very passionate about and I love to talk about because a lot of people don't think that their friends have an effect on their lives. And to those people, I'm going to say you're straight stupid and dumb, basically, and not to call you stupid and dumb, but you're stupid and dumb because if you feel that people who you're with all the time, who you connect with, who you're talking with about things and who you're doing things with, hanging out, if you feel like they don't have an effect on your lives, that's where you're wrong. So the first thing I always say is look at your friends. The next thing I'm going to say is with that cuts factor is after that, what can they help you gain? Because in anything, I hate to say it, but in any type of relationship, there's a gain and there's a, a lose. Like you're going to gain something, you may lose something, whatever it is. But there's always a gain. And for me, my gain my gain, not gain, my gain has always been, can they motivate me? Can they push me? What do they want out? Um, are they excelling? What dreams do they have? I pride myself on not being friends with somebody that um, wants a regular nine to five or wants that regular life. That's something very prideful that I have. And, you know, everybody in my life, um, 
that I know, you know, have dreams to do something bigger, something different. And nobody wants to work that regular job. They want to build their own empire. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be this. Say you want to be a police officer, you know, what type of people are you going to have in your circle? Like what type, you can't have people out here that's over here shooting people and doing all this and doing all that. And then when people do a background check and you don't get the job and you wonder why, because you were standing next to Kobe when Kobe was shooting them people up. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to really prioritize who your friends are and what they can bring to you. So that's the whole cut factor. The next factor I go into, and sorry I'm taking long, but I want to be very, you know, when I'm answering this, I want to really get it through. That next step after I go through the cuts factor is my budgeting factor. And, you know, Chris had a great thing when he said, if you make 300, put 200 aside, save 100. I always start saving probably no matter if it's, I usually save, before something, maybe a month in advance. And people always say, you're crazy, you're stupid, you're this, you're that, you're that, blah, 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 blah. But for me, I'm not going to be saving a year in advance. Some people can't do that. Some people can. I'm just not going to be saving a year in advance because I just feel that it comes down to, but I have other stuff that's coming up. I have other stuff that I need. I need this money for other things. That month or those two months or three months before, I can really hone in put all my money towards this. I know I have this coming up. I'm going to grind even harder to get. It's just my mentality. So what that next thing is, find your grind, find your hustle. Okay. That's the most important thing. You can't just feel like, okay, I have a plan, but do I really, you know, care about what I'm doing or this investment that I'm making? Do I really care about it? Is it really the investment that I want to make? You have to really look at that because that's the most important thing. So you have to find your grind, your hustle, and that is really called like a niche. You have to find your niche. You have to find what, you know, caters to you in this world. And that's the number one thing about investing. And I think that's the most important thing is that if you don't know what you want to do if you're not passionate about what you're going to want to do it's not going to succeed you know and sometimes those childhood dreams that you once had may not really be the dream that you have today so really you know look into that okay i wrote some stuff down so i'm looking at it the next thing okay we have the investment the next thing is okay they're talking about the car when's the right time to get a car i wanted a car blah 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 I got my first, like my, my first car at, I was 17. Yeah. Cause I had graduated. I was in college when I got like my actual first car. Um, and I graduated from high school and I wanted the best car. I wanted, I wanted a new car off the lot, all this. And my mother, she was adamant on me not getting one. Even when my father wanted me to, and he was like, yeah, we can do this. My mother was like, no, like, what do you need a brand new car for? Like, you're 17 years old. And even though I had people around me 16, and when we were in sophomores, juniors, getting cars and all this, and, you know, I was driving... Um, me and my grandmother were, um, I was driving, she would let me use her car. So we was doing that. Then I had um, my mother's car, my senior year, like, you know, I had stuff, but it still wasn't mine and what I really wanted. And then when I got to um, college and I got this car, let me tell you, and we talked about this a little bit on last episode, I rode in that car like it was a 2021 Range Rover. Like, let me tell you, I didn't care what it was and it was paint chipped off of it and all that. And then I got this, then something happened. Like I told you guys last time, I'm not going to get into that. 
Um, I got a new car. This car that I have right now, nothing's wrong with it. I mean, it has 108,000 miles on it. But other than that, nothing's wrong with it. It runs fine. The AC's good. Tents on it. No paint's really chipped. It's good. But the thing is, for me, you know, I want to make this purchase for myself. I have the means to do it. I'm in the place to do it. And I've saved my ass off for this whole last year. So I'm really in a place to do it. So when it comes to buying a car, I think it's not about getting something because everybody else has it or you want a car just to say you have a car. You have to really be in the place to get it. And there's nothing wrong with getting a hoopty or getting an older car to start off with. Your first car doesn't have to be a new car brand new car if you don't have the means for that you know what i'm saying people have to understand that and that's a very important thing in life is that people sometimes like to compete against the internet and that's a conversation we're gonna have later people like to compete against the internet instead of just competing against themselves you know chris I, um you want to talk on this car situation um I think like the right time to really get a car is like whenever you can afford it like if you're someone on their own and they don't really have support from their family and stuff, you might as well keep your head down, keep saving, keep working to get where you want to get and be at. And <clears throat> I've had the opportunity, you know, to get like a car, like if I wanted to, I could get a car now and, you know, buy me a little hoopty, a little putt putt, but I have expensive taste. So I kind of want to save up maybe a few more thousand and really go for what I really want. So, and he you know. has, and but this is what I want to say. Um, this is what I want to say to that whole thing that Chris is just saying because this could get very mixed up very fast. It's okay to have the taste and all that, and I don't want you guys to think, okay, don't Chris is doing what Chris wants to do, okay? I want you guys to remember that that's his choice and that's the way he's going down but don't think you have to have thousands of dollars in the um your savings account and you have to get a brand new car off the lot and okay i think we need to really clarify this whole hoopty and stuff because i don't want nobody feeling that you know a hoopty typically typically a hoopty is like an old toyota or old honda something like that like a really old 1999 to like probably 2003 that's like a, a toyota or honda a old car is just an old car now so like i'm talking about like a ford kia and any of that stuff that's you know like from 2005 and up to probably like 2010 that's just like an older car everything besides that is just a car so it's what you want and there's nothing wrong with having a hoopty an old car it's what you want and it's what you like again I was in a place where I had needed a car when I went to college. There were things that had to be done. I um, I had to go to class. Like, I needed a car that was in a situation. And I want you guys to understand, if you're ever in a situation where you need something and you can afford to get something that's in your price range, go ahead and get it. Because, again, Chris has a plan. And y'all know I always have, you know, faith in Chris. But, like, who says that's going to work? And if it doesn't work, he goes back to the drawing board. You know, I think this has been what a year now chris that you've been on like this car thing and journey and like actually looking and saving and stuff uh, like can you talk can you get off yeah no uh, i thought you was just he's speaking all on his phone he's very he's not attentive this episode this, I don't know. 
What's going? Y'all know I'm gonna keep it real because it's unfiltered and real. Chris, you need to engage with your people. You you were speaking for me, so I was like, okay, I wasn't speaking for you. You've been looking down this whole episode. All we ask is an hour for you just to look up and be attentive in this episode. Is that hard? Is that hard for you to do your job? So I have been like saving for pretty much like a few months. You know, doing. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just gonna move on. That's not what I asked. She wasn't paying attention. I would. I don't have time for it today. Yeah, y'all see how he just no, trying to start shit. I'm. They see exactly what just happened because they heard what I was saying. Nothing. Ex- nothing happened. Okay. Whatever. Let's move on. I don't even have time to go through the rest of that stuff, y'all. I'm so sorry. I will answer the rest of you guys' question on everything. Jay, a new episode will be out this Sunday. So make sure you go listen to that Sunday at 12 and I'll have that for you. And I'll answer the rest of you guys' questions and stuff like that. I don't have time for that. And he's still mm-hmm. looking down. But anyways, so Meek Mill, Michael Rubin, and other organizations help change probation laws in Virginia. When it comes to the fight for justice, everyone's, especially right now, is using their platform to speak out. This includes activists, celebrities, public figures, and regular folks like me. When it comes to someone who has a history of fighting like for criminal reform, Meek Mill has continued to stand 10 toes down on the issue. In December, he tweeted in agreement with organization Justice Ford Virginia to help them in the fight to end mass supervision and prison time for technical violations. It seems like their hard work has paid off. According to reports from The Source, Virginia has enacted a new law, HB 2038, which will significantly decrease the state's probation population, positively increasing, I don't even know that word, removing wasteful spending and helping supervision become more effective. And why do they have that? Anyways, this is a really good thing with everything that's going on in the world right now. Don't look up now. You was looking down with everything that's going on in the world right now. I think it's really still looking down. I'm looking down because I'm reading. I have my notes and I have everything that I have for the show. You looking down because you doing something that has nothing to do with this show. But with everything that's going on, let me finish, please, Chris. With everything that's going on in the world right now, and what's so crazy is that you have people that's still trying to stand up. You have people that's still trying to get their voices out, still trying to be heard, and it's just very crazy because it hurts my heart that. People just aren't changing. Nobody cares to change. And it's like, we keep protesting. We keep rioting. We keep doing all this and doing all that. But it's like, and I understand back in the day when, you know, they were protesting and doing all that with civil rights and slavery, it took years and years and years. But it comes down to no matter what we do, no matter what laws are in place, it's always just a bunch of cover-ups to help save them. It's never really an effective law. There's always loopholes inside of them. And it's just very sad to me. And it makes me really mad that the, not even the government, but the world supports so many hateful and disgusting people. I just don't understand it anymore. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't even have time to be mad no more, cry anymore, be sad about it, keep talking about it because it's like, we keep talking about it. We keep going through it. We keep doing this, but it comes a time where, it's time to say enough is enough. 
enough is enough. You should be tired of shooting people. And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, as many losses as we've had over the years from police brutality, from um, racial people just being disgusting, this year has had to be the most in one year. Like, not like like school year-wise. Like, look at that. Like, because, you know, some people go about, you know, separate years. But school year-wise, this has been a hard year. In fact, since COVID started, this has just been with deaths and police brutality, one thing after another, all these cases going on, hearing different things. You got Megan and Tori don't know how to act right. You got G Herbo over here slapping this person. You got NBA Youngboy getting arrested for the 11th time. It's just so much going on. And it's like, yeah, they're wrong. And 100% we need to hold accountability to them. But at the same time, what I am going to do now is also say to our people is, and this has nothing to do with all the racial things that's going on. It's enough is enough with you guys. Like, at what point do you get tired of being ghetto, loud, feeling like you always have to be seen? And people that are saying, oh, that's just my personality. If it's your personality to be ghetto, then that's an issue. And I'm just going to be real. That is an honest issue. You can't go everywhere flicking somebody off, cussing everybody out. You just can't do that. This is real life. These are real life issues and I feel like people have a hard time remembering that and understanding that that you go to sleep at night and you wake up you go outside your front door and don't know if you're going to make it back inside your house but while you're outside your house you're going to choose to act a fool and not just take every day and enjoy it and that's my issues with these celebrities and with these rappers and all this when they go to jail and when they do this and when all these cases are brought up it's because you could be out here just enjoying your lives you could be but no, God give God gave you some money. God gave you a career. God gave you a name. But what you gonna do? Gonna go get arrested? Gonna do some gang stuff? Gonna accuse somebody of shooting you in both feet? Gonna um, slap your baby mama and to run off with the kids? Like everything that has happened within this year, I am disgusted by both sides. It's honestly to the point where I have no faith, not in America because I love my country. I have no faith in this universe because no matter where, even if you go to India, if you go to um, Haiti, if you go to Jamaica, no matter, oh, I don't know where that accent came from, but wherever you go to nowadays, you have some type of discrimination. You have some type of hatred. You have some, it's just like back and forth. This male against God thing. Like it's just so many things that I'm so tired of everybody being so sensitive. Everybody complaining, everybody. It's just too much. Why don't everybody just go outside their house every day and love on one another, enjoy one another. You only have so many years to be on earth. And I still do not understand why people are so hateful. Why people want to act a certain way. Let me tell you, these last probably month and a half, two months really have been the best time of my life because I excluded all the negativity. I put my mind on stuff that I'm happy about, that I'm motivated about. I have people around me that I really want around me. And let me tell you, my circle, I keep very small. And I've always done that for years because it comes down to if everybody isn't going to be positive, if everybody's not going to be happy, if everybody doesn't have the same goals in their mind that I have in mind, I don't want you around me. I don't need you around me. And that's what people fail to realize is that before anybody 
comes in your life, you're always that person. You're always going to be that person. I'm always going to be Jalen Benjamin. Chris is always going to be Chris. But at the end of the day, guys, you have to start loving yourself, loving one another, taking care of our planet. And you have to start. The first step of doing that is what I just said, loving on each other. Chris, if you want to say something, if you paying attention now, you can. Yes, Principal Keva. Wasn't he just going off on us like he was the principal or the teacher? He said he was disgusted. Anyway, but honestly, yeah, like we do spend too much time on the bullshit that don't matter. You know, fighting over the small things, like having so much hate for no reason. Like, yo, I know you've probably seen that black man in, I forgot what state, but beat up on that Asian woman. Mm-hmm. You see, like, the type of foolishness is that? Like, for no reason. Like, I don't understand, like, the no reasons. Like, for someone to have no reason and they just go beat up on somebody, hit somebody, just for their race, color, skin. Because, like- because mental health is an issue. Mental health is an issue. And this is why I tell, and Chris knows this because I tell him all the time, but this is why I tell everybody in my life, you have to check up on people. As me just living with depression, I tell people all the time, like, you have to check up on people. You have to make sure people, okay, but I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not that type of, whatever, whatever, whatever. You have to learn because at the end of the day, you may be in this world. You may have came in by yourself and you're going to leave by yourself. But guess what? While you're here, you have other people to look after. It's your responsibility. If you call somebody a friend to check up on them, if it's your mother and check up on them, father, cousin, check up on them. You know, those are your obligations while here on earth, you know, check up on people, see how people's doing. Well, this person ain't called me and check. So what? So what? Why does that have to matter? Why do you need somebody to, oh, well, they ain't called me. Well, guess what? Maybe they busy. Maybe something, you call them, you call them. And another thing I tell Chris all the time is if you can't answer, just give somebody a, you know, okay, I'm doing something right now. I'll call you back. Oh, what's up? You needed something. You know, something. you have to learn how to let people know that you're there for them or you understand what's going on in life. Or if you need anything, I'm here for you because mental illness is a big thing and shutting people out or making people feel like they're not comfortable. That leads to dirt, nasty, dirty, disgusting thoughts. You've got people out here beating on people, killing people, shooting people and all these things. It's an issue. Even when you think about these mass shootings, these people are depressed. They're going through things. They have a mental illness. And it could have been, you know, affected. I mean, it could have been changed just by somebody saying, how are you doing today? What do you need to talk about? And a lot of stuff coming out of my documentary, you know, is really going to explain that whole side of my story. Is You just have to start with that basic of how you're doing. How are you doing today? You know? That changes a lot because people are sick out here and people are doing bad. And you may feel like, well, I don't got the time to do take care of nobody or I don't want to look at you're not taking care of them. They wake up every day. They're living, but they can't help being depressed. They can't help being sad. They can't help going. Through, it's an illness. They live with it. And it's a hard thing to do. But guess what? They're still living with it. So if they're on this earth, they're human, too. And we just all need to start loving on one another. Anything else?
Okay. Yeah, so. We don't use our voices, but okay. Kanye West is usually our Yeezys are officially the most valuable sneakers in history. Let That's crazy. Let me tell y'all, I thought they've been the most valuable sneakers but, in history. Like, what shoes can really be Yeezys? Jordan, like that's like Jordan's Jordan. the same price as Yeezys. That's but that's but that like that's Jordan, the crazy you part. Jordans you can't get off a Paris fashion runway. Yeezys you can get a one of a kind shoe off the runway in Fashion Week. You but, can't go but, nowhere and have Jordans in Fashion Week. If Jordans was a part of Fashion Week and they made clothes and they did all that, then maybe you could have the high- thing about Jordan is that it's been around for a while. It's Every time they drop, people go and buy them. And then the thing with Jordan 2 is, like, they have shoes that cost more than Yeezys. Like, they have $5,000 shoes. They have $15,000 Jordans, $20,000 Jordan, And not because one famous person so wore them. That's a, and, but that's the thing. We see, okay, you, okay, let me say this before you continue. Sometimes, we, you know, we see stuff, and I'm like, oh, look at these Yeezys. They're about to come out. And what buzzy buzz are these Yeezys coming out? But people don't understand. Kanye is always working he's in every Yeezy is in every fashion week there is and people most of his stuff he sells on the runway like fresh off the runway so you have people that has millions and billions of dollars at these shows they're bidding it's like a bidding war when you have one of a kind and it's fresh off the runway people are paid like two million dollars for a shoe if it's one of a kind and it's fresh off the runway, or if it's five of them, and you got 10 people wanting them, you're going to bid. And since they are Yeezys, and since they are doing Paris Fashion Week or um, New York Fashion Week, people look for these things. People want these things. People want to stand out, and they want to wear it first. Because when they're stuff, when stuff are in Fashion Weeks, they usually don't come out for like almost a year after that. So it's like, do I want to wait a year, or do I want to be ahead of the game and that's how people look at things the things with jordans and jordans yeah they're icon who don't i love me some jordans you know i yeezys don't fit me so it don't matter my feet are way too i wear size 15 but um I'm about to buy a pair of yeezys and just stunt on you just keep walking around and um mm. um but i can also get custom made because i got money like that anyways then do it then do it i will Go ahead. I, I have a whole outfit plan for my 20th birthday. But let me tell you guys. So, um, what? Oh, yeah. Jordans are iconic. They've been around a long time. They've sold stuff. But the thing with Jordans that gets very old is that it's always been the same style, just changed up. Like, you always have the same style. Thing that people, I think, that attracts people to Yeezys, and a lot of people actually don't like Yeezy, Yeezy shoes. But I happen to love almost every drop that Kanye has ever made. They're different. It's a different style. And it's more into my style, like more of a modern, futuristic, chic type of thing. And I love that look, especially with some of his shoes with some big baggy sweatpants and a graphic T-shirt. Let me tell you, all my style next year, and we have and we're filming the show, like actually filming it. So my style next season is going to be I'm going to be dressed up every day on the show. And y'all going to really see because I'm really in the process now of changing my style up and getting into different things. And now that I'm losing weight and can fit different things. But let me tell you guys, Yeezy has continually, continuously changed it up, continuously been different. They're different than any other brand out there. Think about Jordans is you can go to Nike. You can go to um, even like St. Laurent, you know, Versace, like 
Gucci, like all these shoes are like regular sneakers, just with their own like style on it. You go to Yeezy, it's something different. It's something you can't go into Gucci and buy. It's something you can't go in St. Laurent and buy. It's something like you just can't go these places and buy these things. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm just saying that it's crazy that in such a short period of time, Yeezy's has like surpassed Nike, Jordan, Adidas. Well, not Adidas, pretty much is Adidas. Puma, you know, Asics, all, like everything else. And mind you, especially for Nike, like 1990s, 80s, like shoes been popping, like Nike's been popping, all that's been popping. And for what? Yeezy's came out, what, 2014, 13, around there? Yeezy's probably been out since like... When did I graduate middle school? 2015. So Yeezy's probably been out like no 20, like 2012, 2013 time. Yeah. So Yeezy's been out for a little minute, but not as like it's long just, as the dinosaurs, you know. It's coming up on a decade. Yeah. Or is yeah, it's coming up on a decade. The thing is about like all these brands, in which I'm so excited to um you know, even though we're still working on getting things together for Verum, I think this summer I definitely want to start like the actual planning and production part of it and designing because of the fact that I know my vision and what it's going like. I'm more business savvy. Like I will give Chris creative all day, even though I'm a very creative person. Me and Chris just have two different styles, but business will you can give me that and I can turn something in and make it very profitable. And that's what I'm so excited about when it comes to Verum and um, our company is because I'm so excited to see how it goes. Like I want to be not, I'm not saying like right away, I want to be like a world household name, but definitely at least an in-state household name. Like you can go anywhere in Florida and they can tell you who sauce is Chris. And it's so crazy because those are my classmates graduated with them and you go to Tallahassee, they can tell you who it is. You go to Tampa, they're going to tell you who it is. Fort Lauderdale, Miami, everybody knows sauce. You know, everybody knows sauce apparel. And it's so crazy that, you know, to see where people started at and to where they have reached and just, and that was what? I went to 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. That was seven years ago. I started high school seven years ago. Look how much growth has happened in seven years you know that's just crazy and everybody right now and it makes me so mad because a lot of these people are jumping on this whole um fashion clothing brand right now because like everybody's jumping out but me and chris came up with this idea it's been over a year now because this happened like around march april when we were sitting down and coming up with the idea and all that so it's been a year since that, and I mean, not much planning has happened, but it's not my fault. But I'm really about to start. I'm really about to start back heavy, getting strong on Verum because now that, excuse me, now that everything else is slowing down in my life and I am doing a lot more saving and all this, I'm going to start doing things for Verum and start going to start, you know, investing into that and getting samples of different stuff and samples of this and we see it out because i was watching something um on youtube and what i actually enjoyed and somebody and they were like they had like 
50 to 60 different samples of different things before they actually, you know, put out their product. And I was like, that's the same thing I was thinking. But then I was thinking, is that taking too long and all this? I think before Verum actually comes out and is here, it'll be close to two years like that this has been a thought and idea but the thing is that i appreciate and look at him he on his phone again y'all the thing that i appreciate so much is that stuff does not happen overnight it takes time to do this and everybody that's just jumping on this brand thing now and trying to get their company now is that i don't i don't want to say they're not going to last but i just want to see how long it's going to go because you're not in it because it's something you're passionate about you're in it because you see everybody else doing it it's quick easy money if you know the right people and that's why I know I'm going to take my time. I'm going to really sit through. Me and Chris are going to have some long, detailed meetings. How do we like this? From the little stitching right here in the dang on shirt. Like, it has to be perfect because two years of an idea. Oh, I'm damn, my shit going to come out flying off the record. Mm-hmm. It's flying off the shelves like it's some Gucci. Pro- like, I, that's my, what I'm saying. Is if you spend more time on something, give your all to something you know, nurture it, baby it, let it grow up. Nine times out of 10, it's going to be more sick. My robe keep wanting to come off because I need a smaller size. I hope you got something under that robe. Yeah. And you just not out there free balling with a robe. <laughs> just a shame. That's a shame. That's nasty. First off, I never said that's what I was doing. Second off, how is that disgusting? I hope Kianda ain't that. First off, I never said I was doing that. Second off, how is that disgusting? Like, what's so disgusting about that? Boy, robe coming off, something might slip. How did your robe come off? No robe already slipping off. No, that's but it's tied, Chris. It's tied. It's not going anywhere. Cause this is like a 8X. I don't know, y'all. I swear up and down I ordered a 2X. I swear I ordered a 2X. This thing came in and said 6X. I said, why? But I paid for it, so I'm gonna wear it. It's a little big, but I'll order another one in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but um, what is going on with you today? What What's the issue? Before we end the show, what's going on with you? You're so, not uh, 100% here today. I'm extremely tired. And what's so funny is you look the same way on Monday. Yeah. But I mean, I but gotta, Monday you were paying attention, but. I got to work again today and I'm tired. What's so tiring about like, like, what are you doing? That's like, like, even on your rest days, are you resting? No, nah, because I still got stuff because like, I got school, so I gotta wake up at seven. Mm-hmm. Then I have work. And then after that, like, I still have like everything else to take care of. Like, I have to clean this, do this, do it, everything else. And mind you, I get home at like 11, 10, 12, some nights, even one. So I'm not really able to really do the things I needed that day. So got to push it on to the next day. Then you are in all and everything else that I do with the podcast, work, school, my investing and other little side things I'll be doing. I still have to find time for myself to, you know, relax, do, you know, watch the shows I want to watch, do the stuff I want to watch. So now I'm going to sleep even later 
having to wake up early, you know, cycle keeps going and going. It's hard work to be a busy person. Yes, you know, sir. I think when I first started, like back in August, September time, Chris, I was just like how you are now. I was exactly like that. Like I was tired, um, always busy, school, working, especially like November, December time. Oh, it was, that's when it was bad because now I'm working out like in the afternoon times, like three o'clock, two o'clock. But um, before I would be waking up at 5 a.m. working out. Then I was straight from there, coming home, doing schoolwork, going to work, coming home, cooking dinner, answering emails, recording podcasts. I've been working on my documentary literally almost a year. That has been going on. Like, it's been so crazy, so many different things. But what has actually really helped me out is I started, like, planning my weeks. Well, I've always planned my weeks out, but, like, I don't know when I stopped doing it. I think it was sometime in, like, October. But, like... Um, I started planning my weeks out and um, each day, like, for example, like Monday, like this was last week, I think. Yeah, this was last week. Monday, I had school, car dealership, dinner, meal prep and podcast upload for Wednesday. Those are like the things that I need to get done that day. And then, you know, whatever else, like if I went to the DoorDash that day, I'll add it, what, blah, 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 blah. So maybe that'll help, you know, if you yeah, like. That's, that's what I was thinking about doing start having a schedule because I've kind of lost <clears throat> now that I, you know, has steps, a little roadmap mm-hmm. to what I want to do and how I want to do it. Step one, get a job, start saving money. Step two, use that money, invest it. I haven't had time to really find new plays to get into or to figure out what I'm doing here and here. Like I used to when I had so much time to plan out I'm going to use $800 this month to determine where it all goes. So I haven't been able to sit down to really see my plan, but now I need to start scheduling my days and stuff like this. Yeah. Like I really, I can't work. If like, that's what I was, I was, I had an email that I had to respond to and I responded to it. And when you had came back, I was highlighting that to, you know, okay, I got that done. Um, Wednesdays are probably like my most busiest days. They always are because it's like the middle of the week and I'm like trying to get as much done for the end of the week. So, um, but planning out has really helped me tremendously. Like it's helped me. Okay. Like, you know what you have to get done that day. You know what you have planned. And then, you know, where like you have free time at like on Mondays and Tuesdays, I see like, you know, it's not ending as low as Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. And so I know, okay, I can have a little bit more time these days to have time for myself or to you know hang out with somebody or do this or do that so i try to you know just have a plan so i'm you know accountable for everything and i don't mess up and especially with youtube now i have to have a plan and have to be on my p's and q's and stuff like that and be ready to go so just think that's the most important thing mr baylou is that you have to get everything wrapped up and together yeah well, I hope you find your energy next week when it's time to record and you're very attentive and you're not all over the place. Okay, he's just dead. I'm just not. I did shopping yesterday, too. I went to BJ's. I know. Got me my, some coconut water. I don't like coconut water. I'm not a fan. 
But to each his own. I just drank my good old water, my gallon of water. Ooh, I copied you. With I was at Walmart too, and I seen you know the little Starbucks drinks that you pop in the fridge, like the big ones. I think I got me like the coffee ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I got me like caramel or it was something like vanilla something. Mm-hmm. French vanilla. Yeah, something. I think I got me one of them. On my days off, I'll do me a little sip sip. Of course. Oh, you got my coffee. I thought you got the glass ones, but you got the coffee mm-hmm. like I got in my fridge. Yeah. With the creamer. Yeah, huh? You got the creamer? I didn't I didn't get a dark one, so I didn't think I would need the creamer. Cause like I don't use the creamer for the color. I could care less about the color. I need the creamer because I like the taste of the creamer and it makes my coffee better. I'm gonna see if I need any sweeteners or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, unfortunately, I am behind the clock. I still have an interview today and two more meetings that I have to go to, and I need to get ready because my interview's in an hour. But I'm gonna let everybody go here because Chris has to go to work. It's so crazy. We're so busy that can't even sit down or record a podcast anymore, people. But we love you guys, and we'll continue to give you guys our all. Make sure you guys follow me at Unfiltered on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. Subscribe to me on YouTube at Benjamin. Follow Chris at K.A.A.P.P.E. And, yeah, I think that's it. Give me a word of the day, Chris. Give me a word of the day. Give me uh, 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 Grubhub. Grubhub? Yeah. Uh, first person that sends me Grubhub to my DM will get $25 sent to them. No matter if it's Cash App, Zelle, anything, I'm here to support you all. So I love you guys. Without further ado, I'm your host, Shaylin Benjamin. Bye.